<clears throat> Hi, this is Ali. Hi, this is Eric, and you're listening and you're to, listening to the E podcast. podcast. Well, the Twitter sphere was ablaze this week. Um, there was announcement Blaze. of Viola Davis playing Michelle Obama. So there is going to be a television series on Showtime called First Lady, The First Lady, and a few actresses will be portraying former first ladies. Like, um, it looks like Michelle Pfeiffer is playing Betty Ford. Um, Jillian Anderson is playing Eleanor Roosevelt. And then you have Viola Davis playing Michelle Obama. And so, like, their posters are kind of starting to surface for this television series. Everyone's really excited. They said that she looked like, like she did kind of resemble her a lot. I think the photo is really beautiful. Um, so really excited about that. But with that, I thought it would be fun to kind of talk about historical figures or artists that we feel deserve biopics or maybe have gotten one that wasn't the best. Um, ones that maybe we would redo. Um, but first, let's start with the Michelle Obama one. How how do you feel about that? Do you think it's going to be good? Um, I actually felt like it didn't really look like Michelle. I feel like it still looks like Viola Davis, but I feel like I feel like it just looked like Viola Davis wearing the dress in that pose. But mm. maybe I like once I see the performance, I'll probably be like, oh, wow. But just looking at the picture, I was kind of like, okay. Viola Davis is an amazing actress. So I I think it's going to be good. I think it'll be a really good and interesting way to see how this unfolds. Has there ever been a time in a biopic where you were like, they captured the look? Like, you look like who you were trying to portray? Yes. So recently, um, Charlize Theron played Megyn Kelly in the Bombshell movie. And mm-hmm. I think the resemblance there was really uncanny. And she, like, did um, Megyn Kelly's voice, too. So that even made it more um, kind of surreal. I think... Sh- for that, Charlize Theron got as close as she you could get to Megyn Kelly without being Megyn Kelly. Um, so okay. that was crazy. But she tends to do that because she did that with Eileen Warmos. I'm sorry, probably butchering the last name for Monster as well. She. Oh my god! I just looked... saw that movie for the first time. It's oh, really so good. good. Yeah, so good. I'll never forget the scene where like Christina Ritchie is like you can't kill people. And then, like, she just screams, like, says who? Like, I'll never forget that. I don't know. I was, like, 10 when that came out. And also, I'm, like, probably... So I was, like, (laughs) watching that, like, holy shit. (laughs) I just watched it for the first time not too long ago, and my favorite scene was when she was interviewing for a job, and the receptionist comes to, like, escort her out, and she's like, fuck you, Leslie. I haven't seen it in years. I just rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, I think that the one time I was really impressed by the look of somebody um, with their betrayal was Selena. This is probably one of my favorite biopics, Selena, but I think they really did a great job of like 
kind like of course she didn't look exactly like selena but i think they captured a really good essence of who she was as far as like her look and even down to like the way she laughed the way that she sang and everything like i feel like jayla did a great job you know with like capturing that essence and i feel like that's very important when you are doing a biopic because you never want to be a situation where like the especially the big fans that they're kind of being pulled out of it because of certain like little things like oh she wouldn't have done that or he wouldn't have looked like that or he wouldn't have worn that um on the opposite side though was there ever a time that you watched a biopic and was like you look nothing like the person you were trying to portray (laughs) a few years ago lifetime (laughs) did um biopic (laughs) it was terrible um, on many fronts. First of all, I do not like Zendaya for participating she wasn't in, in. Wait, was it not? She was Zendaya? not in. She dropped out. She dropped out before. She originally got casted to play Aaliyah, and then she dropped out before the show. The the film actually started production. So it was somebody else. It was like a, a newcomer. Yeah, that biopic was horrible. Um, not only was it just like a terrible it was Alexandra movie, but... Ship. Sorry, oh, yeah, it was Alexandra terrible. Ship who played Aaliyah. Yep. Terrible, and <laughs> not only was it like a terrible movie, but it also sympathized with R. Kelly for some weird reason. Like it made R. Kelly out to be the hero of that story, and I think that's really weird considering. He's the person who married a minor. And um, there's, like, actually stories of Aaliyah saying, like, I don't want anything, like, I, like, keep him away from me. After, like, the marriage was, like, annulled and whatever, like, she literally just said, keep that man away from me. You know, whatever happens, like, she's like, I don't wish him any harm. I don't want anybody to hurt him, but just keep him away from me. So it was just kind of weird that the movie went on to then sympathize with him. I think it also depends on who's telling the story. I feel like that's very important too when it comes to these biopics. Because like the biopic in the wrong hands is going to tell the wrong side of the story, I feel. I think that with the whole Lifetime situation, because I know they also tried to do like a Britney Spears one. They did like a Whitney Houston one. And I think that the issue with the biopics that come out of Lifetime is they're trying too hard to sensationalize the headlines. So, like, instead of actually going into what the story was or maybe finding different, like, point of views before presenting the issue, they're presenting it in a very sensationalized manner. Um, So that way we can be like, oh, this is probably exactly what it was like, even though it's probably just... their Their source of truth is probably just what they read in the tabloids and not even... Like, we interviewed the families, we interviewed the doctors, we interviewed them, or, you know, they were a part of this. I think that when the artists themselves are a part of it, and they're willing to be as open about their story as possible, that's when it becomes really good. Like, the TLC one. I feel like the TLC one was really well done. Ooh, and you still need to watch that one. I only, I saw, like, the very end of it, for some reason, but not the rest of it. No, the TLC one, I think, was very well done. 
But I know a lot of people had issues with like the way Whitney's drug addiction was portrayed in the Lifetime movie. Um, people did not like the Britney Spears one. I remember watching the like the beginning of the Britney Spears biopic and thinking to myself, "Is this a Saturday Night Live skit?" Like it did. It felt so so bad. Like I was like this betrayal. I forgot that one even came out. I'm like, these people don't even look like the people they're trying to, like, be. I'm like, secondly, the way that she's, like, talking and trying to have that country accent is just so uncomfortably, like, it feels, it feels like it's supposed to be, like, a parody. It really does. And I'm like, this is just so bad. (laughs) There's, like, a, there's this one scene, and I have it saved in my Snapchat memories, because I think I posted it on my story. But there's one scene when she's doing, like, a radio tour. And it's just like, it's literally, I kid you not, it's literally just cuts of her doing radio intros. And it's just like, hi, this is Britney Spears. You're listening to. <laughs> I'm just like, also, Britney, what like, the hell is happening? her accents all the time. Like, yes. she, like, she, like, when she's talking to press, she literally puts on, like, a very general American accent. And then, like, if she's, like, filmed and not aware that she's being filmed, then the country accent comes back. Like, I've. I've never actually seen her give an interview in her true accent. It's it, but it is important for the artist to have that sign off and stuff. Plus, it's like with the biopic from Aaliyah, like you're a singer. Your whole career was being this amazing R&B artist and how influential you were. And we didn't even get her songs on the song. Oh, that's the right. They didn't even put the, they, would... they didn't get the licensing to do any of the song. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, that's, it's like, why would you even continue at that point? Because like the whole yeah. purpose is telling her about her career and her influence. And you don't even have the music to back that up. I think that I, I, I remember like all the hard. memes that came out. <laughs> remember when, like all those memes that came out and somebody like, I remember there was one that was like the Aaliyah biopic has me thinking, did I miss a record? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I honestly feel like Aaliyah truly deserves like a biopic on right. Cause I honestly, if you think about it, like 2000s onward, I honestly Time has shown that she's probably, like, the most influential artist. Like, mm-hmm. so many people look, dress, sound like Aaliyah. Like, so many. Like, like every... And some of these artists are really trying to up, be her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it literally look exactly like Aaliyah. And I, I just feel like it's time to give her her due, you know? Like, the amount of influence mm-hmm. she's had, like, over the years is, like, insane. How important do you think it is to have biopics of people? Do you even think that we we need to be making biopics of people? You know, like, are there ever times that you feel like maybe we shouldn't be out here telling people stories? Because their stories tend to be told after they passed away. So sometimes they don't get to say, like, hey, this is what I would like to have shown. I do think that for a lot of, like, Black artists, especially, like, when it comes to, like, R&B, I really don't want the history of it to be forgotten like i think like and i i I do think there's like a huge market for like movies like that because like remember straight out of compton was like really really big and i feel like a lot of times they're not given the opportunity and like my whole thing is i don't want the stories to die like i don't want like people to forget the sort of that Aaliyah is the blueprint for a lot of what's going on in music. I don't want people to forget about mm-hmm. Janet. I don't want people to forget about Tony. And a lot of times I feel like 
you know, we're on our like 200th, you know, movie about rock musicians or like more like white artists. And so I think black artists, there should be as many documentaries, biopics and whatever is possible. Um, just because I just don't want that history to be forgotten or looked over. I think the last like really big like biopic I can remember about like a black musical artist was probably the Ray with Jamie Foxx. Oh, I love Ray. Ray. But how many that was so many years ago. Like, you know That was like early two thousands. Yeah, I mean, I think there was a James Brown one recently too, but there are like so few and far between. No, some some artists are like gone though, and so but I still want their story to live on. I feel like if you involve like the family and you do your actual homework, um, like if the artist's not alive, like I feel like the story should still be told. You know, who are some artists that you feel need a biopic? Um, Aaliyah. Um, I also think that the Braxtons need a biopic. I know they had a Lifetime one as well. Um, but I think, like, a big screen. And then an activist, I think, needs a biopic, not necessarily a musical artist, is uh, Bayard Rustin. Because um, a lot of people don't know that, like, uh, he actually was responsible for a lot of the civil rights movement. Like, he wrote a lot of Martin Luther King Jr.'s speeches. He actually organized the March on Washington, but because he was openly gay, he couldn't be, like, the face of the movement. So a lot of um, the things he did and a lot of the accomplishments um, were kind of, like, swept under the rug, ignored or whatever, where they weren't just, like, written into history um, because he was openly gay. Um, so he, he's, you'll see him in the background of a lot of like, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. photos and everything. But a lot of times he, it, those are his words that, um, MLK was like reading and like, um, yeah, there've been a few movies where he's kind of in the background, you know, like, cause he has like very distinctive glasses and a haircut and stuff, but like, I don't even think he, they mentioned him by name in most movies it's more of like they're just recreating the photo um so that's someone who definitely deserves a biopic and um i actually got a chance to visit his i don't know if they ever got married but his partner his lifelong partner actually got a chance to visit him because he lives in upstate new york um sweetest man um told the most amazing stories about him and everything um, so that's someone I feel really deserves one. I don't know. I can't think of anybody who I feel. I feel like the people that I follow in life aren't biopic worthy. I mean, not to say that, you know, your story shouldn't be told. Everyone's story is worth being told. But like, I don't think I follow anybody that's like so huge. The people I do feel like deserve a just do biopic are like Britney Spears because the one that came out was just not right. But I think that if she were to have more of a say in telling her own story, I would be very interested in seeing that biopic. Plus I feel like she had such a big influence on pop music that it's like, we do need to see that as well. Um, 
I feel like Whitney Houston needs one, but she needs a, once again, a one that was done correctly. Um, Cause once again, she's a very influential artist. I would be interested in seeing a Mariah Carey one. I feel like she has enough oh, yeah, of a funny. story. I actually, she came out with a memoir and I think that if they use the memoir as like a springboard, that would be in like Mariah's part of the production. I think that would be great. I think that would be an amazing, an yeah. amazing movie as well. Um, and then also, I would be very interested in seeing one up from RuPaul. Like he's a new obsession yeah, that I have. Cool. We watch Drag Race all the time. I think RuPaul would be a really good biopic. Very interesting, especially Ru when you hear the stories. Where... Oh, sorry. No, I was just like, I feel like they have really good stories. And I feel like it'll also help tell, like, an evolutional story of, like, drag. And this is a perfect time to do it, because, like, with Pose and everything that's out, um, like, the exposure that the LGBT community is getting, I think this would be a perfect time to do it. I feel like there are some times where we feel like it's a given that certain people will get movies. Um, do you think that there are any artists or historical figures in today's world that are going to wind up with a movie no matter what? Uh, Beyonce for sure. Um, Taylor Swift. Do you, I feel. Do you think that the person who's going to play Beyonce is currently alive? Do you think that we have met the woman who is going to portray Beyonce? It's hard to say because Beyonce is still really active. I would say if Beyonce yeah. weren't really active anymore, I would say like yes. But I don't know when Beyonce... I feel like her movie is going to be made when she's not as active. What I found interesting was people talking about the Madonna biopic that's currently in production. Oh, yeah. Where apparently the actresses that are up for the part of Madonna are having to go through a Madonna boot camp. Okay. <laughs> I am just curious to know what this boot camp is is like entailing because it's not like she has hard vocals. Oh, uh, I like feel she like does. it's probably. <laughs> I feel like they're probably just using the word boot camp. It's probably what every person goes like. They're probably just like studying her mannerisms, like studying her performances, right? Like I, I'm like I'm sure like. <laughs> But doesn't everybody do that for every documentary? <laughs> they should. Or every but apparently, Notori, apparently, Notori Naughton did not do that with Lil Kim. And Lil Kim was very vocal about how a seasoned actress would have called her <laughs> up, would have had a conversation, oh would have learned about her. Not a seasoned actress. <laughs> In, in Please tell me those defense, are the though. exact words she used. <laughs> it was. She was like a more. I I'm love gonna find that. that interview and send you the link. <laughs> That's so um, funny. But she, <laughs> she was basically saying, which to her, to her defense, I think at that point Notori had just started her acting career, so I think she had like just did fame, um, and I. Also, when she like, first signed on to power. If the person's alive, why wouldn't you? The only time you may not want to call the person up is like when you know that the point of the movie is one thing, but the person basically, if the person is so polarizing and you know the story that's trying to be told, like if Hitler were alive, you probably wouldn't want to talk to Hitler about yeah. 
you know? And I feel like that's kind of what Charlize Theron did with Megyn Kelly. Because she, like, probably didn't want to have a conversation with Megyn Kelly. (laughs) You know? Something tells me we'll get a Betty White one. Oh, definitely. 100%. We'll definitely get a Betty White one. Yeah. Um, I feel like Rihanna might get one. Um, I feel like Lady Gaga is going to get one. Yeah. But I do think that She'll we'll get a Britney cameo. <laughs> oh my god, remember when Fantasia did that? Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. I don't know why. Okay, that was probably the that was the most and she random played herself one ever at every age. <laughs> yes. I was just so like confused. Thirty year old like, Fantasia it, was playing like eleven year old Fantasia. <laughs> what was so interesting to me is that like I don't think at that point we knew enough about Fantasia to want the movie. I think exactly. that like her life story. The thing is, is I think her life story just lent itself to being a Lifetime movie. That Lifetime was like, let's do it. We'll do it. Because, like, I don't think she had, I don't think she had enough, like, star power at that time to be like, I need a Fantasia biopic. I actually think, personally, that people saw the movie and was like, oh, she's a singer. Okay, well, I'll check her (laughs) out. That was a lot. You know who I'm surprised we haven't gotten a bio, like a true biopic for, is Michael Jackson. Yeah, that is actually very surprising now that I think about that. Like, I know that there are a few, like, unauthorized autobiographies or whatever the case may be, or, like, unauthorized biopics, but, like, I'm surprised we haven't gotten a real one. And I feel like it may be because of the whole court case in the whole situation mm, that was like you happening behind avoid, him. Yeah. You could, yeah. And it's like, yeah. how do you handle that gently? That's so true. And that actually is a good question. How do you feel about controversial figures having biopics? Like, what about R. Kelly? Like, what what about R. Kelly having a biopic? I think anything that puts money into R. Kelly. I think that anything that puts money into R. Kelly's pocket is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But just using him as a springboard, though, do we think that there are ever times where maybe controversial figures who at one point were super influential could have their stories told? Um, like Bill Cosby or like Michael Jackson, R. Kelly. Um, like, is there a moment in time in which we could maybe tell that story? Maybe after they're dead, so they don't get any of the money. I feel like... Yeah, no one wants to think of... Like, there's no way you could do a Michael Jackson biopic without talking about, like, the court cases and stuff. And no one's gonna want to sit through a movie, like, you know, that addresses that. Because it's, like, very uncomfortable. Well, I think that this exploration is interesting. I am excited to see the Madonna one, though, because I do want to see who makes a guest appearance on it, like who's going to be a part of it. Um, like Cher. I think Cher is another one. I'm surprised we've never gotten a Cher biopic. Me too. But 
We want to know, who do you think deserves a biopic? Who do you think has gotten one that was done incorrectly? Um, what are some things you look for? What are some of your favorite biopics? Mine are Selena and Ray. I love those two. I could watch those two movies over and over again. No issues whatsoever. Even the Temptations one is pretty fun, but that shit's just long. I don't even that should have been a mini series. Yeah, I loved the Temptations one. The um, what's love got to do with it from Tina Turner, mm-hmm. uh, Selena Ray. Those are really good ones. Uh, La Bamba from Richie Valley. That's a good one too. But yes, yeah, so. In our latest Instagram post on at E-N-D-E podcast, go ahead and drop your favorite biopics in the bottom. And but until next time. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>